have audacious faith for your business? If you find yourself having to hem and haw to answer that, then you need help. Welcome to Audacious Faith for Your Business with Don Jordan Jones. In today's show, you'll learn how to stand out from the rest of the marketplace, improve your image, and that of your business. Now, here's your host, Don Jordan Jones. Good afternoon or good evening, depending on where you are in the world. My name is Dawn Jordan-Jones, and I'm your host for Audacious Faith for Your Business. This show focuses on offering sound advice by industry experts on how to step out on faith and effectively build your business by creating a standout brand identity in a competitive market. My prayer is that by you listening each week, you'll understand the necessary steps to create the right awareness needed to increase your business and revenue. You'll learn how to set yourself apart as you can so you can effectively reap the rewards of your hard work. Creating a business and a marketing plan are just as essential as keeping the lights on in your business. This is a new show on the Empowerment Channel, and we are proud to be part of Black Friday's series. Audacious Faith for Your Business can be found here on the Voice Empowerment, Voice America Empowerment Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. As uh, we are a little new here, I uh, like to start each week off with a scripture and a thought for the week. While we do know our business and our career is a lifeblood of you know, our, our finances and everything else, we know that Jesus is the lifeblood of our life. And as long as we give him the honor and the glory in all that we do and ask him to direct our path, we will receive the promises that he has for us. Today's scripture is found in Isaiah 43, 19. And I'll be reading um, it from the message version. Be alert. Be present. I'm about to do a brand new thing. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. I'm making a road through the desert rivers in the badlands. As we embark on a new year, I have this exciting feeling of a really, really huge shift. And actually, I felt this shift kind of going into the beginning of fourth quarter last year. Opportunities are opening up for everyone in my circle. New things are happening, and it's such an exciting time, and it still is. Are you feeling the shift? One thing is for sure, I know I do. And with that, I can't do things the same way I've always done them. So with a shift comes a new perspective, a new way of thinking, a new way of acting. So I'm telling you to embrace the new year with all its worth, shift your perspective, and welcome the new things. Now, you're probably wondering who this Don Jordan Jones is, um, and I don't sound like I normally do because I've been battling some sinus issues since Monday, um, so my voice doesn't normally sound this raspy, <laughs> but um, I'll share a little bit about me. I'm a Midwestern-born and uh, mixed with a little bit of Southern hospitality. I've been in sales and marketing arena for over 30 years and have a little over 20 years in radio. I've had a pleasure of working with companies such as Pepsi, Sam's Club, Walmart, Walgreens, Hardee's, McDonald's, Procter & Gamble, and I've worked with teams planning events ranging from 100 attendees to 20,000. I am the owner of 2911 Media, which is a full-service marketing company where we serve companies by assisting them in branding themselves through design, advertising, and marketing. And also, I'm the owner and creator of Lord 365, where we share God-inspired messages 365 days a year, including an inspirational calendar. When it comes to marketing, it's in my blood, and my hope that as I can help either mom and pop 
shop or nonprofit ministry or a Fortune 100 company shine their brightest light to get the to get their message out to their intended community. You can build it, but you need to tell people to come and see you. You can find me online through email at dawn at the number 29 the word 11media.net. That's dawn at 2911media.net. And across all social media at 2911media. That's the number two, the number nine, the word 11media. Enough about me. I am so excited to reintroduce our host uh, that for this week's show. Now, if you joined us last week, you heard us mention a new Christ Center community for women in business that will be launching um, in uh, late January, early February called Audacious Faith. And you've also heard me speak about the amazing women that are coming together to make this possible. Um, last week, you were here, um, and uh, we had the opportunity to meet with one of those amazing women, one of my Covenant Partner sisters, and she shared about five ways to power up your personal and professional branding. Well, she's back again this week because we simply did not have enough time to get through everything she wanted to share. And when I say that she is a master at social media, I mean just that. What she knows will make your head spin, and I'm grateful that she's willing to come back and share again this week. She is the owner of Mayaba Consulting Services and founder of Social Media Saturdays and Startup on a Dime, which are online platforms dedicated to helping coaches, consultants, and independent professionals grow their business through social media strategic planning. She understands that owning and operating a business comes with many challenges, but believes that online marketing should not be one of them. She shows business leaders how to successfully integrate online strategies that will allow them to attack, engage, and excite their audience, create brand evangelists, and ultimately generate revenue. With over 20 years of sales and customer service experience, she has worked with some of the top 500, Fortune 500 companies, and long, but she longed to be back working with small business arena, in the small business arena. She contributes her knowledge and shares and skills in social media strategy, internet marketing, sales and management, team development, and leadership. She shows that there is something very special in working with small business owners and entrepreneurs because it's up close and personal. Her greatest honor is to work with people that are dedicated to making a positive impact on the lives of others. Please welcome again my guest, Taria Hodge, as she helps shares with us this week a little bit on four ways to be powerful in your brand marketing. Hi, good night. Welcome. Thank you so much, Don, for having me back as a guest on the show Voice of America. No and problem. Voice of America Empowerment. Thank you. I had a I thoroughly enjoyed myself last week. And so I'm super excited to be back again this week to continue to share some wonderful information. So thank you for the lovely and warm introduction. No problem. Um, you're definitely deserving of it. And I've been just in awe and watching since we've connected in December, just watching you work and the things that you do. And so I really want to make sure that our audience gets an opportunity to learn a little bit more about that. Um, I know tonight we're, um, you know, we had some solicitors that may not have been with us last week that are this week. So I want them to get a chance to understand the real you and understand your why. So you are such a significant force in social media. So tell us a little bit about your journey. 
Yeah, you know, so I, I usually like to share my entrepreneurial journey, especially my journey into social media. It's like one of those quirky things, you know, and I always tell the story, you know, when I first got introduced to Facebook and Twitter, I was never a fan, of, you know, the MySpace or anything like that. I remember I came you know, onto social media, kind of kicking and screaming. Can you imagine that? Like, I did not want to get on social media. It took me a very long time to set up a Facebook account. It took me a long time to set up a Twitter account and to just get started. I could not at the time, I think this was back in 2007, 2008. And at the time I was still working in corporate America. I haven't, I did not start on my entrepreneurial journey at the Time. So I didn't really understand or see the need of, you know, you know, why I had to be on social media. I didn't really understand. And I always like to tell this story. When I stepped in to entrepreneurship in 2010, I prided myself as being an expert networker, you know? So one of those things is you read all of these you know, books as a new entrepreneur, one of the things that they tell you that you absolutely have to do is you have to get out there and you have to network. And I became so good at networking. I actually used to network for some of my clients. Can you imagine that? Yes. So I had a process, right? I thought I was doing something. I had a process. And part of my process, when I would attend to these networking events, I would, you know, collect business cards like we normally do mm -hmm. and would come home and follow up. So I would actually sit at my desk, no matter what time of day or night it was, and send out emails to all of the people that I had the opportunity to connect with at the networking event. Now, wow. And I thought I was so savvy by doing that, right? <laughs> onto something because guess what? Nobody else was sending me emails. So I thought I was going to set myself apart from everybody else. Mm -hmm. And inside of that email, my strategy, what I would do is invite them to have a virtual cup of coffee with me. And a virtual cup of coffee is, of course, a 10 to 15 minute conversation just to reintroduce ourselves, learn a little bit more about each other and our businesses and see if we are a good fit. Now, here's the thing. <clears throat> what no one shared with me <laughs> was that a lot of times people, you know, have their guards up. They kind of look at that. Oh, she's trying to call me. To trying sell. to sell me something. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened <clears throat> is that I, I found myself going into this loop, this, you know, call and you get the voicemail or sometimes you might call the answer and they say, no, it's not a good time. Can you call me back? And I said, sure. I was so easy then. Sure. I give you a call back and then you call back and then you will never get that person again. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> never yes. happened to anybody else who's listening. Never. Never. Only me, right? <laughs> so I was just like, oh my gosh, that's really crazy. But one of the things that I started to pay attention to was how people were connecting. So it was, you know, amazing for me to notice that a lot of people were asking, are you on social media? Are you on Facebook? Are you on LinkedIn? And like I said, at the time, you know, I did have accounts established because like my friends and family kind of forced me into it, but mm -hmm. I wasn't 
really wasn't paying attention, you know, to social media. And then I realized that, you know what, a lot of times what people want to do before they have that conversation with you, they want to check you out. And that's yeah. exactly what exactly was that. happening. You know, people were actually sending me friend requests. They were connecting with me on LinkedIn. They were checking out my profiles and they were kind of making a decision Okay, whether I was someone that they wanted to reach out to and further conversation with or establish a, re- a relationship with. And it, it dawned on me. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is like the new way that people are doing business. So needless to say, I had some cleaning up to do and we talked about that last week. So I had to go in. And, you know, my friends, you know, some of my friends, I had to call them and say, you know, we are still friends in real life. You know that, you know, I love you in real life. We <laughs> be friends on social media anymore. So I had to get rid of, you know, some friends, you know, that their content, like I said, I love you in real life. That's not going to change, but their content, you know, mm-hmm. People could see that, and I didn't necessarily want to be associated with that. You know, even for myself, on my personal page, I had some things, you know, on there that I didn't necessarily want my professional contacts, you know, to see. So I had some cleaning up to do. And that process, you know, intrigued me about social media. And I started to study it a little bit more and and a little bit more. And I said, you know what? This is the avenue that I'm going to take as a new entrepreneur in business, you know, because a lot of times, you know, at least back then and and still to now, you know, marketing, you know, we always talk about marketing and we talk about the marketing expenses. If you really, you know, put together a, a sound social media plan and strategy, you would find that you could take advantage of all the the, the free stuff that social media has to offer, you know, so that's how I got into, you know, social media and becoming a social media strategist. Wow. That, 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 that was a lot unpacked there and I took a ton of notes. So what we're going to do is take a quick break. Um, this is Dawn Jones, Dawn, Dawn Jordan Jones with Audacious Faith for Your Business. And we have Taria Hodge, who is the owner of Mayaba Consulting Services, talking about four power tips to manage your personal brand. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 2911 Media helps you with all of your marketing needs, including business consulting, web and graphic design, advertising placement, and social media management. Because you need time to run your business, 2911 Media can run your marketing with more than 20 years of marketing experience. We work with mom and pop and Fortune 100 companies. Visit 2911media.net. That's 29-E-L-E-V-E-N-Media.net. Put our award-winning marketing and promotions to work for you. 2911 Media. Establish. Enhance. Elevate. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? 
Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. What makes you a success? Is it your business or career? Is it your family and social life? How do you achieve the next level in your success? Tune in to Infinite Success Radio with host Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Rachel and her amazing guests are here to encourage, inspire, and empower you to take control of your destiny and achieve the level of success you were born to reach. How do ordinary people become extraordinary? Find out with Infinite Success Radio, broadcasting live every Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Audacious Faith for Your Business. To reach the program today, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 9141. You can also send an email to Dawn at 2911media.net. Back to Audacious Faith for Your Business. Welcome back. We're back here with Taria Hodge, the owner and founder of Miami Consulting Services and Social Media Saturdays. I'm Dawn Jordan-Jones, and I'm your host for Audacious Faith for Your Business. And we're here talking today about four power tips to manage your personal brand. Now, Taria was talking a little bit about how, you know, how she got into you know a little bit about how her journey was um, going into um, getting into social media. It was pretty interesting, especially for someone who just was went kicking and screaming into the social media and to see where she is now. It's it's just it's actually kind of funny. Taria, so, yeah, I want to tell you share because there may be some individuals out there that are working in that corporate job but have a yearning or a passion to really be an entrepreneur. Tell a little bit about how you made that transition and what was like the the final thing that said, you know what, I've got to go out here and be my own boss. Oh, wow. You know, so several things, but one of the, the biggest reasons that, you know, I always talk about all the time and it's one of the, the core things that I hold true, you know, in my business is my family is very important to me. So I live in the... I'm from the Virgin Islands, but I actually live in Maryland. And one of the, and I'm in the Virgin Islands right now. (laughs) So one of the things that, um, and in my journey in corporate corporate America, two things that absolutely used to drive me crazy. Um, Number one, the, the amount of hours and time that, you know, you, you chase, you know, trying to be quote unquote, successful, you know? So I prided myself as that person who was climbing the corporate success ladder and I was doing really well, you know, making what I considered to be good money. But at some point I really had to sit back and ask myself, what's the cost? Okay. So what's the true cost that I was really paying for corporate success? So one of the things that I looked at, I looked at my health. Now, it's so interesting, Don, that I was actually sick and didn't know that I was sick. 
Okay. And it was one of my managers that actually brought to my attention one day that I just needed to stop whatever it is I was doing and go to see the doctor. So wow, could have seen it, they heard it, and just like little signs, little things that we ignore, we don't pay attention to, and these things could lead into bigger things. And when I actually went to see the doctor that day, that's how serious it was, because I couldn't hear myself. And I went to see the doctor that day, and the doctor says, I'm, I said to me, I'm going to write you out for two months. So the doctor actually put me on leave of absence for two months. Oh, wow. One of those things like I, I, I laugh and joke about, like, who knew? You, you know, who knew stress? I've heard people talk about stress. Yes, it does. But did not know the impact of, you know, stress on, on the body, you know? And one of the things that I really did not want to become my life, I did not want my life to become a life filled with medication. So I had to take a look at, how I was doing things and really make those hard decisions of really what type of life and lifestyle that I wanted to live. The, the second catalyst for me was my family. Okay. And I realized to be totally honest, my family got the worst of me. Wow. I was giving everything to my nine to five. And by the time I got home, my husband got the worst of me. And my kids got the worst of me. And my turning point was a conversation that I had with my son. And I remember fussing with him and telling him about his grades in school and, you know, how he has to do great in school so he could get a good job. And he turned around and he said to me, so I could be miserable like you? Now, you know, when your kids, when your kids say something like that, Dawn. the mouth of babes. That stops you dead in your tracks. Right. But, you know, out of the, out of the mouth of babes is not the first response. (laughs) (laughs) Go like, hey, I brought you in this world. I could take you you out. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it really sunk into me. Like what type of example was I really and truly setting for my children? And as we all know by now, as adults who have children, children really don't do what you tell them to do mm-hmm. and imitate what they see you doing. So mm-hmm. this is one of my biggest turning points that I had to, you know, start to model a lifestyle, you know, that I could be proud of and so that my kids could be proud of as well. Okay. Wow. That. There's so many great nuggets in there, but understanding that, you know, you, you, you shared that you were giving everything to your nine to five and you didn't have anything to give back to your family. And I think that's one reason why a lot of people make God choose to be their own boss because once, you know, they know they put in the hard work, but then once they get to a point where they can really enjoy the labors of their work, their Mm -hmm. family reaps the benefits as well. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, definitely, thank you for sharing that. So a lot of people um, didn't have the chance to tune in last week, um, and you shared a lot of amazing information. So I wanted to continue to talk a little bit more about the four power tips um, to help manage your personal brands. Now, last week we talked about personal versus professional brands. 
Mm-hmm. For those that weren't with us last week, can you help us just understand the difference between the two from your perspective? Okay. So, um, and I usually tell people there is a difference between your personal brand and your professional brand. Your personal brand, you are your brand. So let's just start there first. In this unique space, especially if you are a coach or you're a consultant and you're just starting out to build your business, what people see first is you. Okay. So you might not have yet reached the status of you know, a a large corporation where you have totally replaced or removed yourself out of your business. So until you get to that point in your journey, you know, you, you have a personal brand and you also have a professional brand and they, the both of them, I don't see them as two separate entities. I see them as entities that intertwine. And if you manage both of them, well, you'll be on your way to ultimate success. So the key is a lot of times I see people, you know, they get on social media and we're talking about social media and they really don't understand how social media works. So sometimes I see two ends of the spectrum. I see the entrepreneur out there who uses social media and they do everything on their personal profile and they, they share Um, I don't want to say too much, but maybe not the right information or appropriate information for business. And so people see that and they tend to kind of look at them, you know, um, like, hey, what's really going on? You all know how you feel when you, you know, you met someone at a conference or an event and they tell you that they're a business owner and then you go on to their social media and you take a look at the conversations that they're having and you go like, what in the world is really going on? You know, I'm pretty sure that, you know, we've all experienced that, right? And then I see the other end of the spectrum that there, you know, is an entrepreneur out there who is intimidated by social media. And they, they become so rigid that all they do is post and share about their business. And it doesn't really get them any traction because people really don't know who they are. They don't have the opportunity or they're not giving themselves the opportunity to build up that like, know, and trust factor. And I always challenge, you know, my clients I work with, colleagues to always think, of your, your brand as what people say about you, okay? So if you were to turn your back, what would people really say about you? That's your brand. Wow, that's, there's, there's again, so, so much in there. Really wanna try and pack on the thing. I think the biggest thing I took away from that, and we'll talk about sharing appropriate content in a little bit, because I think that's really key. Mm-hmm. Um, is that that you've got to have a balance between your personal and your professional brand um, Mm -hmm. when you're on social media. Um, Because unless you get to like you're a McDonald's or Coca-Cola where you aren't your brand anymore, your brand, it's got its own little entity. It's got a life of its own. You know, you are, you know, you are what your brand is. And when people see you, they see the business that you conduct as well. Right. Um, thanks, thanks for sharing them. What would you say is the first step that you would recommend somebody, let's just say that somebody is relatively new, looking to go out and do, you know, begin their own business. What would you say was the first step toward developing that, pers- that a strong professional brand? 
Okay, so one of the first things and one of the, the most overlooked things that I see is to develop a professional bio for your social media accounts. I can tell you, Don, how many times that I visit social media um, accounts, whether it's Facebook, whether it's LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram, right? And I, mm -hmm. I want to learn a little bit more about who this person is and what they do in their business. And one of the first things that I do is either go to their bio or I go to their about me section, okay? And a lot of times people just leave it blank. Uh. Okay, so I'm just like, oh my gosh, how in the world, you know, are people supposed to know exactly how you could help them and how you could serve them? And I've noticed over the years, social media platforms are really paying attention to this. Okay, so they're giving people a lot of what I call real estate on their social media platforms. They to are. Really, yeah, to really, really develop their professional bio. So the, the first thing I would say is to develop a professional bio and what that would do is help your audience distinguish so when they look for you on social media they're able to distinguish whether this account is a professional account or whether this account is a personal account okay and okay. I'm to use um, Facebook for example you know Facebook is like my absolutely favorite platform right so mm -hmm. the things with Facebook people will normally get to your personal site on Facebook first. But right there, you know, in Facebook, Facebook gives you the opportunity to link them to your bio, link them to your website, link them to a Facebook business page. So mm -hmm. if I'm connecting with you because of business, I could see right there immediately where I need to head over. Okay, because I'm gonna be honest with you, you know, with over, you know, 3000 connections, I'm not really looking at people's personal, you know, life. But the things that you are doing in your business, those are the things that I'm interested in. Okay. Uh, very quickly, to also in your, your bio, make sure that you're using keywords. So the things that you are doing in your business, make sure you infuse those keywords into your bio. So even if someone does a Google search on you, they'll, e they'll easily be able to, or does a Google search on information, they could easily pull up your Facebook business page, or they could even pull up your LinkedIn account because those rank very high in Google as well. Okay, great. Wow. Um, those are some really, really good key tips. Um, you, you have me double thinking and even though I'm in this space as well, it's just like, oh, double check, I'm going to I'm like, okay, yeah, I think because it's been so long yeah. um, since I set up my Facebook page and my business page, you know, I go back and tweak the things to post, but it's actually going back in and really taking a look at it. That's something I think everybody needs to do, especially if you bet you've had your page up for for a while, a while. So yeah. it's always good to review that. Um, I like the keywords in your bio um, that helping that increase your searchability. I think that's very, very key. Mm -hmm. so, so, in 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 response to what you just mentioned, and I hope that this helps everyone who's listening. Right, take a look at your um, your social media accounts as a resume for your business. Okay. Okay, and just like if you were in corporate in a corporate space, and you would update your resume, whether you do it on a quarterly basis or you update your, your resume um, every six months, 
you want to treat your social media the same way because I'm pretty sure as an entrepreneur, you're growing in your business. Absolutely. So people want to know all of the great things, you know, that you are doing. So don't forget to, you know, treat that like your resume and make those updates there. That's great. Anything else that you want to share with us with regard to, um, you know, just making sure your social media bio is professional, you know, for your accounts? Um, Um, Does it mean to maybe across Twitter or Instagram, any other uh, tips you want to offer? Well, one of the um, other tips that I would like to offer is to make sure when you write your bio, people could easily tell what it is that you're doing in your business. So this is another thing that I see, you know, all the time. People would have information in the bio and then they will tell you, you know, this is what I do. Okay. And then when you check their bio, their bio is something totally different. So if I was to never get in a conversation with them, I really can't tell exactly what it is. So just make sure that your, your information is consistent. So if you are on Facebook, that information should be consistent on Twitter. It should be consistent on LinkedIn and it should be consistent on Instagram. And as a matter of fact, any other online presence that you have, people should not be confused. Okay. That's really, really good um, advice. A quick question with regard to just kind of a off similar content, but with LinkedIn, you know, a lot of people utilize them for, um, you know, let's just say they have uh, like, they're not full entrepreneurs. They still work a corporate job. Should they have mm-hmm. two separate LinkedIn accounts, you know, one for their business and then one for their nine to five job or okay. should and- they be able to be able to blend up? Oh, so that's a very good question. Now, unfortunately, LinkedIn does not um, at the time give you the opportunity to, you know, kind of promote your your LinkedIn account like Facebook does. So Mm -hmm. it gives you the personal side and then you have the professional side and your Facebook business page, you can keep that totally separate separate from your your personal side. LinkedIn doesn't give you that opportunity, okay? So a lot of times what people do is that they have two separate accounts. Now, sometimes people say, well, it's easy to manage two separate accounts. Other people know it's not too easy, you know, to manage um, accounts. It just kind of depends because I have clients too that, you know, are entrepreneurs, they have their business, but they still work in corporate. And they're like, I don't want my nine to five to know what I do in my in my personal life or in my personal business because I fear that they might terminate me. Okay. okay. So a lot of times what they do is that they keep their LinkedIn professional for corporate and they don't post anything on their about their business on LinkedIn until they're ready to make that transition. Okay. That's good advice because um, I know there's a lot of people that kind of use it one way or another, and I just wanted to kind of get you uh-huh. to weigh in on yeah, that. Yeah, it, it, it just depends. Some people might have that flexibility, you know, on their job where they could still be in corporate America and, you know, it's not a conflict with them owning, you know, their own business, and then they're able to build their professional brand you know, using LinkedIn. And I've met other people that just say, no, absolutely not. I'm not willing to take the risk. Okay. 
Okay. Thanks so much for kind of giving this or weighing in on that. Now, in looking at, um, we're going to kind of like hit this last question before we go to break, but in looking at all the social media that's out there, you know, we, we know Facebook, of course, has got everything hands down with regard to um, the number of people that are utilizing it, the amount of times people are actually going onto Facebook on a daily basis. You know, if you had to rank the social media of what was important for an entrepreneur to be involved in, what would, what would those steps be? So repeat the question. If I were to if you rank, had to rank your social media as to what's important from an entrepreneurial standpoint, you know, you know where you should be, where you should be spending oh, your time. where you should be spending your time. Okay, yeah. so now, that's a very interesting question. So, like you mentioned before, hands down, I tell everyone Facebook because Facebook by far is the largest network out there. Like everyone, right, is on Facebook now as far as other social media accounts, what I would encourage people to do is really kind of do some research, okay? okay? Take a look at where your audience of people are. So what is it that you do in your business? Who is your audience? Who is your ideal client? And where does your ideal client spend most of their time? Uh, Wherever they're spending their time, that's where, where you need to be. That's where you need to be because once again, I tell people, um, it's not about you. (laughs) (laughs) Media, you know, so we like to see ourselves look good, you know, on social media, but it's not really about us. You know, it's about our audience and positioning our products or services, you know, in, in ways that we could serve. And so if your ideal client can't find you, if they don't see your content, they don't see how you can help them, then naturally they aren't going to connect with you. Now, I'm going to um, just tag on to this just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. One of the platforms that I think is growing like really, really fast is Instagram. Now, it is. Yeah, it's growing. It really is. Huge. And I love what the platform is doing, um, not just with the images, but with the videos as well. So if I had to rank a second platform, I would rank Instagram as a second platform, but to have that, you know, strategy to know once again, how you're going to attract your ideal clients. Okay. And how you're going to nurture them through your sales cycle for other people, you know, that second platform might be LinkedIn. So it just depends on where your ideal clients are. B2B, I would say LinkedIn, B2C, which is business to consumer, I would say Instagram. Now, where would you, where would somebody go to start trying to do this research? Oh, take a look at your um, social media accounts now. Okay. One of the most overlooked tools that I um, see is Facebook. So normally people take a look at Facebook as just a posting tool but they never look at Facebook as a research tool. Mm -hmm. One of the, you know, things that I suggest, and we're talking about developing your professional brand to have a professional business page on Facebook, because with your business page on Facebook, 
Facebook gives you the opportunity to see exactly how your audience is engaging with your content. And you could always get that snapshot of your demographic. And to be honest with you, not just Facebook, most social media accounts, if you have a professional account, they give you access, you know, to your insights as well. So it's just a matter of taking a look at your analytics and tracking your data. Uh, analytics are key. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really key. I know um, in doing the, you know, management with some of the accounts that I work with and, and also with my church, you know, those, those background numbers really tell us, okay, this is the time we need to be posting. This is the time we need to be mm-hmm. doing it now. So uh, thanks so much. We're going to take a quick break. This is Audacious Faith for Your Business. I'm here with Taria Hodge, the owner and founder of Mayava Consulting and Social Media Saturdays, talking about um, four ways to manage, excuse me, four power tips to manage your personal brand. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 2911 Media helps you with all of your marketing needs, including business consulting, web and graphic design, advertising placement, and social media management. Because you need time to run your business, 2911 Media can run your marketing with more than 20 years of marketing experience. We work with mom and pop and Fortune 100 companies. Visit 2911media.net. That's 29-E-L-E-V-E-N media.net. Put our award-winning marketing and promotions to work for you. 2911 Media. Establish. Enhance. Elevate. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. The White House Doctor Makes House Calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Audacious Faith for Your Business. To reach the program today, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 9141. You can also send an email to Dawn at 2911media.net. Back to Audacious Faith for Your Business. 
Good evening and welcome back. This is Dawn Jordan-Jones with Audacious Faith for Your Business. And I have the lovely, the awesome, the amazing Taria Hodge joining us with uh, Mayava Consulting Services and Social Media Saturdays. Now, right before the break, we were just talking about, you know, different types of social media. And this all goes into developing and building your brand. Um, but we were talking about different types of social media and how it ranks and um, the way you can find out where your customers are coming from or where you can find them utilizing the analytics. But I want to dig a little bit deeper into, you know, how, about how what should you know about your audience? Um, Taria, kind of give us some tips on, you know, how that will help from a branding standpoint. So one of the things that I like to share very quickly is to the type of content that your audience responds to. So one of the things that I challenge everyone to keep in mind that not every topic is right for every social media network. So that's one of the first things, okay? So, and and I talk about this because I, I, took a look at a comment one time I was on, on LinkedIn and I saw that someone actually was responding to a, a piece of content that somebody else made. And the, the response was, don't post that type of content over here on LinkedIn, save it for Facebook. Oh, yeah. They and can I chat. Thought, <laughs> yeah, and I thought that it was very interesting. And then I said, you know what? Hmm, knowing your audience, knowing who you, you, you're talking to, number one, and mm-hmm. then knowing what type of content that people expect on each platform. So we just talked about LinkedIn a little while ago, and I made a comment that if you're really um, a B2B business, okay, you, you should be focusing your efforts, you know, on LinkedIn. So a lot of times when people are on LinkedIn, they're really looking, you know, for that content that's able to help them enhance and grow their business. And they're looking to make those connections and make those, you know, make those relationships. Whereas Facebook is known as the platform where people could freely rent, and I'm going to use the word rent, right? Mm -hmm. And rent doesn't always have to be um, a bad thing, but it's an opinionated platform. Almost definitely. Yeah, so if you have something, you know, that you want to talk about, you know, you have your, your side and your position or your stance and you post on Facebook, no doubt you're going to get, people just weighing in with their opinions and you're going to get some great discussions, you know? Absolutely. So that's the first thing, you know, to know, um, know your audience. Um, a second thing I would also like to say is to, and I was talking about this today, as you post your content, you know, keep things positive. Okay. So by that, I mean, we might have experiences, And we want to talk about our experience. But really, when you talk about your experience, what is the intent behind Uh, the experience? Yes. Mm -hmm. So is it that you're going to talk about this experience to expose another party? Or is there a lesson that your audience might be able to learn from your experience? 
And that goes back to your brand. It goes back to your personal branding. Absolutely. And then we could even go a little bit deeper. Um, It could also speak to your business brand too, because you could Mm -hmm. communicate the value of your business. So just kind of be aware, you know, of how you're posting things, you know, unless that's what your brand is designed to do. Now, if your brand is a thought provoking brand and you know, (laughs) Your job is to get people riled up, <laughs> then go for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I, I have a client that actually that that that's his brand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so, so there yeah, so there are brands like that, you know, and mm-hmm. that's their job. Their job is to get out there and get you get your thinking. Yeah, get yeah. your thinking. And if that's your brand, you go for it. But if that's not really what you want to be known for in the marketplace, you know, think about your intent. What do you really want people to walk away with from the content that you've shared? Okay. Those are really, really great points. Um, I want to kind of talk a little bit more about, you know, as as people, when we're on our social media and we've got, you know, your personal and your professional brand, you know, we talked a little bit about the content. Um, How do you inject your your own personality in there without being kind of, you don't want to be fake and plastic but you want to appear real so how do you interject that and still walk that fine line yeah that's a very good question you know and I get that question all the time because one of the things and even for me you know one of the the challenges for me and I'm just being transparent one of the challenges is like I used to feel like oh my gosh am I sharing too much information on social media so I stuck to, you know, I tend to stick to what's comfortable for me, which is training and giving information, you know? Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that, you know, I usually tell people to do is to kind of choose some safe topics, things that, you know, you are absolutely safe and comfortable about sharing. So for me, definitely one of my safe topics is my dad. So I talk about my family and I talk about my relationship, you know, with my dad all the time, right? Like what okay. the bite me about talking about my dad, right? Mm-hmm. But when I share that and I started to share my journey and like I shared last week on the show that my journey really became really real for me two years ago when I realized that my dad was sick and he really needed me. Okay. And mm-hmm. I started to share his journey I was amazed by how many people um, started to reach out to me that were caring for their parents as well. So that also gave people an insight to what I value the most, which is family over everything, (laughs) okay? So Mm -hmm. um, sharing that type of content um, gives you the opportunity to um, include your personality. So just think about how you want to show up in the marketplace. How do you want people to positively see you? And if you um, can, I'll, I'll share another thing that just today having this conversation that one of the ways that I'm expanding and we just talked about it is taking those experiences that we have, because as entrepreneurs and business owners, there are so many challenges and so many lessons, you know, Mm -hmm. 
that we learn. And one of the things that I took away, one of the biggest things I took away from our retreat with our, in, at Audacious Faith was the counterfeit comes before the blessing. Yes, yes. Okay? And it really took me, I've been sitting and meditating on that for like a couple of months and letting it resonate with me. And now I think I'm to the point where I have that peace that would allow me to share that experience to bless another entrepreneur. Because sometimes I think we're all out there looking for something, you know, and, you know, when we think we found it and that doesn't, it's not it, you know, mm-hmm. or do you continue on? So that's another way that you could use, you know, your content to really give people an insight to who you are. You give them an insight to your character, an insight to your belief system. You just take those, those conversations, those, Mm -hmm. you know, messages and you put it out there in such a way that you're able to help others. Awesome. Thank you so much. That, that was, there was so much in there. (laughs) I was like, that's another whole show. I was meditating on that today. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I want to really cover really, really quickly um, before we get out of here for this evening. Um, and this is like really, really huge um, because with all the hacking going on and the secondary profiles going up with your name and your pictures and your family pictures and inviting all your friends list, how can help, you know, how can someone prevent that? You know, how, what's the best way somebody can go about protecting, you know, not just their personal, but their professional brands? Mm -hmm. Yes. So one of the best things that I will share with everyone this evening is to stay on top of your privacy setting. Okay. Okay. Make sure, and especially when it comes to your passwords, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but I'm going to share with everyone to, you know, create a password sheet. Create your password sheet somewhere safe where you or your team has access to your password sheet. And then what you want to do is change your passwords every quarter. Okay. Okay. Like they make us do at work. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, but a, a lot of times we'll note like on social media accounts, there's no trigger for us to change. You're right. That's something that we have to be proactive. So if you change them once a quarter, you know, and then you log it where yourself or your team, every, you know, who needs access will have access. That's a great way. Um, the, the, the second thing, as soon as you notice something funnier out of the way, you want to address it. So if you okay. think you've made, you may have been hacked or you've been breached, once again, go ahead, change those passwords. Okay. The third thing that I'm going to share, and I see this all the time, is that people kind of get shy with the type of content that they want to share. So we just talked about sharing and everything, but mm-hmm. the privacy settings in there. So you could choose when you post content, especially on Facebook. Do I want the content to be seen only by me? Do I want it to be seen only by my friends? Do I want it to be public? Do I want it to only be seen by a list, you know, of people that, for people that I've created a list for? So you could actually do that. You could actually yeah. run a list, okay? And specific mm-hmm. content goes to those people on the list, or do I, am I going to share it in a group, whether it's a closed group, a private group, or open group, 
okay? So just be aware that you do have some control on social media. We just have to be proactive. Okay. Um, that's really, those are really, really good um, tools. I know that, I know that's something I need to do is change because I think I've probably had the same password for a couple of my accounts um, for, since their inception. So I guess I need to go change those. Um, mm-hmm. I know Facebook for whatever reason, sometimes I'll get in and get locked out and we'll have to start over. So that I, that's pretty safe, but um that's really good. Um, wanted to just, um, you know, ask, um, oh, we got a couple, we got about a minute. So what I wanted to do was just kind of wrap up. Um, thank you so much uh, for joining me again this week. Um, you are um, definitely just a ton of information and oh, so you. glad that you're freely sharing it with us. Um, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you, how they okay. can connect with you. So the one of the main ways that you could connect with me, you could connect with me on Facebook by going to Social Media Saturdays. So if you search on Facebook, Social Media Saturdays, you could feel free to like the page. And I also have a group that's called Social Media Saturdays. And what we're doing this month on Social Media Saturdays, every Saturday morning at 10 a.m., we have a free live broadcast that's dedicated to sharing tips, tools, and strategies that entrepreneurs and business owners could use to leverage the power of social media in this in their business. And for the entire month of January, we are focusing on developing your 2019 social media plan, right? Yay. <laughs> so I've heard everyone talk about, you know, developing the life vision and the business goals and all this stuff. I have hear someone say let's work on your social media plan so that's what we're going to be focused on for the whole month of um january so please check with me there you definitely don't want to miss the training the first one kicks off tomorrow morning at 10 a.m eastern standard time okay awesome thank you so much for Taria for joining us and we'll join you join us here next week been listening to audacious faith for your business with don jordan jones we hope to have you tune in again for another edition next friday 4 p.m pacific time 7 p.m eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel this week how will you stand out